Welcome, everybody, to the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast, episode 167. Coming up on this episode, the Leafs opening night lineup is set. A few big-time surprises with who made the team and who didn't. We'll share what our opening night lineups would look like compared to what they decided to go with. And where do we see the Leafs ending up this season? Are we talking about a Stanley Cup? Are we talking Stanley Cup? Or do we need to lower, and I mean lower, our expectations? All this and more coming up on episode 167, almost 69, of the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast. An unbelievable turn of events, Chad. For the first time in a long time, the Leafs didn't have anybody claimed off of waivers. Thanksgiving Monday here, folks. We're going to stop a few turkeys for you tonight. Gobble, gobble. You're not going to want to miss this episode. Coming right at you. Let's hit the intro. Tavares coming out. Sends it in a go. They score! They score! Holy Mackinac! They score! The Leafs have won it! They're going to the second round! Do you believe this? Holy Mackinac! Welcome, everybody, to the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Dale. Don't forget, you can follow us on social media at the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Hit like, hit subscribe, and hit that bell on YouTube. You can also follow us on Twitter at the Tip In Podcast. Email us tipinpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to donate to the show, go to patreon.com backslash the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast for as little as a cup of coffee a week. You could really help out the show with our audio and video quality. Dale, it's we're yeah. getting there. We're ready. Yeah, preseason's over. Uh, thank happy Thanksgiving, God. by the way. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We're coming to you Monday night here. It's still Thanksgiving, still Thanksgiving weekend, technically. Turkey's in the oven, all stuffed, yep. and we're ready to go. No, not uh, actually. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. it's all over. It's all over now. It's tail end, like 7 p.m. when we're recording this, right? So it's all yeah. over. But uh, it's anyway, over. anyway, yeah, and so it's the preseason, thankfully, like you just said there. So it's go time now. We got uh, some... A lot of information that came out yesterday and today. I want to start with Matt Murray, who had, what, double hip surgery, or what did they call it? Uh, whatever the procedure was? Yeah, I mean, oh, I can't pronounce what the procedure was, but he done. hips, man. He done. Oh, my goodness. Six to eight months, he'll be out. That guy is on the shelf, like, laid up in bed, like, not, like, both hips. That's how I took that. Did you not? Like, when they said, like, bilateral? I don't know what that, that I thought that meant, like, both of them. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Both is something. <laughs> this guy, holy hell. Anyway, I feel bad for him, but like, geez, like six to nine months, I think is what they said. Yeah. So that's right in the ballpark of where you want to be. But uh, anyway, yeah, good luck, Murdoch. Good luck, Murdoch. Maybe yeah, all the best in your recovery. Career ending, possibly. Like, I mean, could be. Yeah. We'll see what happens there. But um, <laughs> okay, before we really get into some heavy stuff here. Bar down. I know you had some stuff cooking today. You might not have seen this. Bar down on TSN. They put out a little 10-minute video of the Leafs doing answering some questions and where they all have to like who would be best suited for this. Did you see it? Um, I I, I saw a glimpse of a glimpses of it on social media, but I didn't see the whole because it's probably like a 10-minute video. I did yeah, see. like 13 minutes, whatever. One major standout for me, Chad, and that's that they started calling. Austin, Big Tony again, big time. So we're talking Tony Danza, who's the boss? Back in the we're house back, be- before the season even starts, 
So that's very exciting. And it's nice to see those who watch are watching on YouTube. It's nice to see over your over your right shoulder there that Eddie Belfour is back in his leather jacket. So. He's there. He's just that's him from the Hockey Hall of Fame. Everybody else wearing suits. Not this guy. No, no, no. Not he's, this guy. He's bar clothes all the way. I got the Mark Messier, but I'm shrinking it down to fit into the screen here because it's just too much. Yeah. It's just too big. Yeah, I hear you. But we got the, the moose not, with not hair. The, not the towel, though. Too little. Too little. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter how big you blow up that picture. That tea towel is not covering the nuts. No, it is not. No so way. anyway, so they, a little they, surprise for Webster. Uh, all, that's right. So the teammates, they're calling him Big Tony, right? They're Big Tone, Big Tony. Yeah. The major standout for me was, I don't know how they got top. Oh, they were talking about gear or something about like, who's the biggest, like crazy for who's super crazy about their gear having to be a certain way or whatever. And everyone's like, Austin, his gloves, he doesn't like wet gloves. He needs them dry so much so that he changes his gloves like every TV timeout, new, fresh, fresh set of dry ones. He no said wet. That th this no, was no the, wetness. This was the standout for me. He said he can't grip his stick when they're wet. Oh, okay. Trying to make sense. But yeah. I mean, a lot of people like it wet. A lot of people like it dry. Personally, the wet, I like it wet, but, <laughs> I don't know, but it's man. not for everybody, right? It's no. not for everybody. I we do surprised. a segment on this show called Wet Puck or Dry Stick. I know, I know. He's obviously so. a dry stick guy. With a mustache like that, I had him pegged for wet, but apparently dry. So yeah. can't grip the stick, dude. Can't grip yeah. it. Never judge a book by its cover because you don't know. I have one more thing before we get into the lineup, okay? I think you're going to like this one. Dave Poulin, when they were, we're going to get into like who made the team and obviously whatever. But, when, but before it was decided today, Dave Poulin was doing a little hit on TSN and they were taught, he was asked about Nyes and Minton and like, should they. Yep, their style of play, their chemistry, all this. And he says, this was his breakdown. I really like this analogy. He, I swear he said this. Dave Poulin says, Nyes and Minton, the way they skate on the ice, fully, <laughs> fully erect. <laughs> That's what he said. I'm not even joking. That's what he said, man. <laughs> Talk about breaking it down. Like this guy. <laughs> what, so, what, like in what sense? Just, okay. Like, like a guy they're like, both fully erect or together they're fully erect. <laughs> a guy like Yarncrot, he, he's with, you know, his twisted up nuts. He, he's, he's kind of like, he crouches, like he's really gets into his stride. He was yeah. talking like skating style. Not so erect. No, not a rat. He's like slouching Semi. down. He's, he's got to stay down low gravity there. But Nyes and Minton, this is just Dave Poulin's take. I right. tend to agree. I tend to agree. But he's just like the way they skate on the ice. They're both like upright. But he went even further, calling it fully erect. So fully erect. <laughs> I just love that. I don't know what are you. Now that you hear it put that way, does it not make sense? <laughs> well, now that someone puts it that way, and we're gonna get into this, it makes complete sense. Why? Oh. Why Minton made the team? Because you can have two fully erect guys on one line. That is wild, man. That's so crazy. anyway, I just thought you'd like shout that, out to Jay Poole. I didn't hear that, but I would love to see that <laughs> clip. I think he was talking to Jay Onright. It was like a hit after the game. Oh, Jay time. would get it. Jay oh, Onright yeah. would get it. But uh, I can't believe Jay didn't like burst out laughing. But yeah, Dave Poole and like wait, like like out of all like 
out of all the analogies to use the way the style they play and like they're the way they skate yeah like the up like upright and tall and whatever he just goes to full erect so he must have known like you don't use that word and don't associate it back to i don't know beast. he's old school man he's old school you never know. know but anyway love dave pool fully erect awesome. so where do you want to go do you want to go right to the lineup or do you want to there's some other news and notes and stuff but we can kind of save that to the end um yeah let's go leafs opening lineup Okay, do you want to go first? Your comments and thoughts on, like, take it wherever you want. Like, who made it, who didn't? Waivers, uh, whatever you want to do. Yeah, so um, Sam Lafferty was traded to open up roster spot, and Fraser Minton makes the team out of camp. Big. That's probably the biggest surprise on everybody that's oh, on the roster. 100%, man. 100%. And we've been talking about it. Uh, you on the very first podcast we did back here on the tip in Maple Leafs podcast, you said how impressed you were with him in the first game. I didn't really see it in the first Dude, game. That, that, was, that, that was in, uh, I that was the very in, first preseason game. Him I, and thought he was, I thought he was in all well, that for sure, but I thought he was in, he looked really good in the, I caught the the prospect tournament in uh, Trevor city. And he, I thought he was a major standout yeah. there as well. So, um, but I just didn't see it coming. That's what she said. So, I, you know what I mean? Like, no one's even Keith said today, like, he wasn't on the radar. Like, he didn't. No, no. One, thought this, no one thought this kid was grabbing a spot. No, no. If you, if anybody says that they thought Fraser Minton for sure was a lock oh, at the start of this, they're lying to you because we all thought yeah. he was going back to junior. He wasn't going to be on the team and he's going to be here. And I love what Keith said. It basically, like, you know, it, it's good that we put the salary cap aside and keeps just like he, like he deserves to show what he can do in a regular season game. And I like that because it makes camp worthwhile. It makes it like, it actually means something. This kid played, he gets to play some regular season games. Can't wait to see his fully erect skating going up and down the ice. Can't wait. You said last podcast, man, like he, your thoughts. And I agreed with you that like, he was a standout, a major every, standout. Every game he played, he was a standout. He, he deserved to make the team. So guys that, okay, over, like, so Minton makes it. We knew Nyes was a lock, whatever. Yeah. I'm just, so they ended up sending down two guys that didn't make it, were Holmberg and Robertson. So they didn't yes. have to clear waivers, but they got sent to the Marlies, along with a handful of other guys. But the only people that you knew were, weren't going to make it. Yeah, like Robertson and Holmberg, I'm like, what are they going to do here? Interestingly enough, they still have Cowan around, which is like, I guess, just to get a couple more practices in before they send him back. I don't think he plays in here, does he? They no, still have I, McMahon, like they still have McMahon around yeah, too, but he's injured. He, he's injured. He's injured. And he does need waivers to go down. So I think they're just keeping him, whatever. And Gregor makes it, but yeah. he doesn't have a contract. He's still around, but he doesn't have a contract. They still haven't signed him. So I know, but like, he's still there. So like I'm considering he's gonna be on the roster he might not well, play but he's yeah like i mean he's still the there with tree living speak and tomorrow but like if he's <laughs> doesn't have a contract he can't play wednesday night no he can't play I, so i think after tomorrow like he he can't even show up to the rank like is, is, he can't is just that, show up to the rank without a contract is that why they're keeping cowan around that doesn't make any sense does it like I have those are those are some of the questions that I still don't have answered, even after all the waiver wire, everything that went down. They put a handful of players, including Martin Jones, on waivers. They all cleared. Unbelievable. I can't believe it. All cleared. Can't believe it. Now, did you see what they did with Martin Jones contract? What Tree Living and Company did. So they put in in his contract, he is owed a bonus 
tomorrow. Okay. So if you were to pick him up off waivers today, you would have to pay him a cash bonus tomorrow. And I, I thought that's that. pretty genius. I did not know that. Because that's going to deter a lot of teams like Arizona and places like that that are always looking for cheap players. Sure. They don't want to pay the cash bonus. I yeah. thought that was a really smart move to make. So tomorrow, yeah, he's, it's only like a $100,000 cash bonus. But still, it, it adds a little bit more security that he wouldn't get picked up off waivers. So awesome. smart move. Smart move on their part. Yeah, probably a, a Pridham call there yeah he's, i said he's, tree living in company yeah it's probably pritam who put that in everyone's giving tree living credit i'm like that sounds like a pritam move but uh no real surprises on the back end it looks like klingberg is gonna go we already knew the top six guys on the back end but cockinen he's there because he's there. benoit got sent down thankfully i didn't had had no interest of seeing benoit stick <laughs> around not that he was gonna play anyway but barring injury like who knows anything can happen real quick yeah. here you never know right. like Something's going to happen with one of those defensemen. I God, I don't. I just do not like the look of that defense at all. Like I, I hate it. Really, I can't. It just drives me nuts looking at that on paper. But I know. Anyway, it's absolutely mind blowing that here we are, two sleeps away, or what's today, three, two, yeah, two sleeps away from the start of the regular season, and Minton makes the team, and Cowan is still there well, as there. like their thirteenth forward. It's crazy. Yeah, like, it's crazy. It really is. That's how well those two kids have played to be like right to the end. And so much so they're going to Minton. It's, it's good like, though, man. Oh dude. Like it's whether good. it ends up being nine games or not, I'm tell. I'll tell you what, or I'll ask you, I'll get, tell you what I think. If he looks, if he continues to look good here, like game one, two, maybe game three, not so much, but back a good game four, whatever. Like I'm, if he continues to like, you see progress and like, he's kind of carrying the preseason into the regular season. I'm not sending that kid back. Just no. keep him. Just keep him. What would you like? What, what do you think? Yeah, like he, no. If 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 he plays anywhere near how he did in, in the preseason in the regular season games, I keep him. Yeah, yeah, you burn a a year of his ELC, but you're getting a cheap player who can if he's if he's gonna help. Produce, you. Yeah, if he can produce in your bottom six, if him and Nyes keep that chemistry going that they like, had in the preseason, both erect, that's gonna I, be. I can't see how they don't like like the chemistry's there. They're both so smart. Like I, I don't know. see it. I don't well, see it just disappearing. I mean, we've seen this many times where someone has a great preseason, but then when the regular season kicks off, and all of a sudden the teams are icing their best lineups, the players are trying hard now because I think a lot of them go soft. Shout out in the preseason. <laughs> Hundred percent, man. So I, I think it, it, there is a chance Mitten has a bit of a drop off here because, of course. and and. Everything else, right? That you're on, you're on national television. Everybody's watching. The, the arena's sold out. The fans are loud. It's going to be a lot different. But shout out for him for making the team out of camp. I love it because it says to everybody else in the if you're going to go to the Leafs organization for a PTO or anything like that, that you actually have a chance of making this team. Oh, it's awesome, like, man! Yeah, like, it's it, a good sign. It's awesome. So hey, shout out to Kyle Dubas here because all of a sudden our third line is going to consist of. Nyes and Minton, who look absolutely awesome together. Yeah. Kyle Dubas, right there. Shout out. He 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 leaves, and finally, a couple of his draft picks start like turning out. Right, like it just hasn't been a thing for him. That's since. how it always happens. It's so crazy. But uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm pretty happy. There' not any major, like it kind of shaped out that once Lafferty was traded, I'm like, okay, like. Gregor sticking around, whatever. I wasn't sure about Gregor. Obviously, I think Lafferty was making a million and a half. They can get Gregor for probably eight hundred grand, whatever. Save a little bit of money, 
and yep. he's basically like you're flipping. It's the same dude, like the Lafferty's of the NHL, the Gregors, like they're the same guy. Yeah, you can always find another one somewhere. Of course, like fourth line guy, whatever. Like it's not Bobby McMahon's there. I would have just did that, but whatever. Exactly. An extra body. Uh, anyway, so yeah, man, it's do you want to go to okay? I'll say this Sheldon Keith before we did you do you have like what your opening night lineup would have been compared to what they what they did? Yeah, well, I have my opening night lineup, it, it's pretty similar to what they what they've so, done, but yeah, so is mine. Okay, so we'll get there in a second. I just one more thing on Keith Keith said in an interview before they like were finalizing a couple days ago, whatever. He said he wants to spread the penalty kill unit, sir, wide open. Maybe using eight different guys this season on the penalty kill. Marner, Matthews, Camp, Yarncroc, Nylander, Nyes, Minton, Gregor, Holmberg, because Holmberg will probably factor in somewhere down the road here this season. Up to eight different forward, eight of the twelve forwards he potentially sees killing penalties. That's wild stuff, is it not? <laughs> well, you got eight guys pounding one unit. That's his, ex- his exact words again, Chad. Just to remind you, he wants to spread the penalty kill wide open. Wow, I've seen this before. Sometimes it, it's beautiful. Sometimes it's ugly. We'll have you know to what? see how it goes. But I will say this: Austin Matthews has looked really good killing penalties. It kind of reminds me of the old Matt Sundin, Alexander McGillney killing penalties where the team is a little weary to make that extra pass because they don't want to get picked off and have, you know, Matthews Marner going two on one the other way. So it's been good so far. We'll see how it goes in the regular season. Speaking of spread wide open, we got a little something special for you right now, folks. When we come back, we're going to talk. We're going to let you know what Chad and I are going to compare what our opening night lineups would have been and compared to what the the Leafs actually did. So stay tuned for that. A few other things to wrap it up, but here's a little special treat for you guys. Why don't you take a little look at this? Enjoy. (sighs) Chad, what's the matter? Well, Dale, I guess, I guess I've just been feeling a little down, you know, because Like, I love podcasting, but I find there's something missing. There's got to be something else that I love other than just podcasting. Chad, wipe those tears away. There's only two things I know how to do. I never get down. I love podcasts just as much as you. The second thing I love is porn, but not just any porn, specifically Brazzers.com. Brazzers.com? That's right, Brazzers.com. What is it? Take a little sneak peek at Brazzers.com. Why don't you bring it up right now? I can't look at this on my computer. Is there any way I could watch it in private on my phone? Absolutely. Privacy settings galore. Brazzers.com has all your pornography needs. Well, this is great. I am so much happier now. Brazzers.com. Thanks, Dale. You're welcome, Chad. Brazzers.com. That's right, folks. Brazzers.com. Use the promo code TIPIN for 0% off now. Brazzers.com, the official, unofficial sponsor of the TIPIN Maple Leafs podcast. We love Brazzers.com. Go take just a ask, little peek. Just ask oh. this guy behind me. He'll Eddie, tell you a thing or the, two about Brazzers. Oh, hell, the eagle, the eagle has landed, folks. There <laughs> you go. He knows all about it. All right, Chad, you want to pull up your opening night lineup? Yep. 
and we'll uh, compare. I, I got a little twist for you here. So I don't know if All you right. want to go first or you want me to go first or what. Yeah, l- let's do line by line. We'll each take a turn. Okay. Instead of reading them all. So let's do top line because we probably have the same. I have. I, oh, I'm throwing a wrench in this whole thing. All right. Well, for my top line opening night, it's going to be Matthews, Marner, Bertuzzi. Okay. I'm switching things up, man. And I'll explain after. If you have questions as we go, please feel free to ask. My top line would be Matthews at center with Bertuzzi and Tavares on the wing. Oh, okay. All right. I want a wrench, baby. So let me let me follow up with my second line to just let it make a little more sense. Nylander at center, Domi. Marner switching the whole thing up, switching the whole thing up. That's what sorry. I what was doing. that? What was your second line? Nylander at center. Nylander at center. Domi and Marner switching it up. We haven't haven't seen that look before. It's always Mitch and Austin or Willie and Austin, yeah. and it, haven't seen that look. I'd like to see it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I kept it pretty simple. I had JT Nylander and Domi on the second line. I just want to see. Like I felt like JT and Nylander were starting to click Fair. last year. Yep. And, and I think having a guy like Domi on the line is maybe the missing ingredient that they need. Yep. It, it takes it takes some of the load off JT. Yep. That's Go ahead. Go ahead with your third line. Uh, well, obviously, third line, Minton and Nyes. I have Yarncroc there, but I, I thought about this a bit because I'm not sold on Yarncroc there, but I'm going to put them there for my opening night roster. But I'm keeping Mitten and Nyes together just to see if the chemistry's still rolling into the regular season. Okay, interesting. Uh, so, I'm again, like I'm putting a wrench in this whole thing. I would yeah, go, I'm glad you are. I would have went with Minton, with Nyes, and Reeves. You got the two kids out there. I thought about that. You put Reeves out there. No one's going to fuck with those guys. No chance. And then my fourth line, personally, I would have went with um, – Camp with Yarncroc and Holmberg. So I had Gregor not there, Robertson not there. A European fourth line, that's what I would have did. Just kind of, I just wanted to give it a different look. That's yep. what I would have done with the 12 forward. I, I thought I thought the exact same thing about putting Reeves with the kids. Let them have lots of ice to play with because who the hell is going to fuck with them? But he is 38 years old. Can he keep up? Probably not. But basically um, let the other two do their own thing and just have them out there to make sure nothing fucking happens to them. Yeah, I had for my fourth line, I had uh Camp, uh Bobby McMahon and Reeves. McMahon and without even playing a game, you had him in there? I had him in there, but this is just like if everything had gone smooth, no injury, whatever. And then I also put down Camp and Cowan and Reeves if he's sticking around. Yeah. Because I thought if he's there, because oh, yeah. I don't know. Gregor, he just seems like one of those guys that they're kind of a dime a dozen, right? Yeah, I, I don't see it. I just don't so see it without add guy. something else, but it'll probably be Gregor Camp Reeves to start tomorrow night. If he if he gets a contract, yeah, yeah, or potentially Cowan. Um, yeah, but I okay. like McMahon. I like Bobby McMahon, and I think him and him and Reeves would kind of be uh, they'd be good together. So just before we move on, it's like I just want to explain. So I had Math, I had Tavares move up to the wing to play with Matthews, and yep. I Nylander with Marner, just for the sole fact of like switching it up. Never, they don't, they've never gone to that look. They've never yeah. gone to it. And but that's moving JT to the wing. Yeah, for sure. And Nylander wasn't that great at center during. No, but I think playing with Mitch would help, but. Anyway, that they're not going to do that. Or Domi at center. Or Domi, sure. Like, they're not going to do that. Keith no, won't they do won't. that. I don't see it. But just how many times have we seen the Matt, Mitch and Austin, I'm talking when it counts here, regular season, no problem, Nylander to Bears, struggle in the playoffs, that that combination. Just maybe a little switch up, switch up a little thing here, tweak it. I don't know. We'll see down the road. Back end, who you got? What are your D pairs? I, I got a wrench cooking here, too. 
Yeah, I, I I looked at this and I was like, I, I don't know who to put with who because I'm not sold on it. I'm not sold on anybody in any position. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Oh, 100%. So I tried to throw a wrench in it and switch it up. And I went, you might think this is fucking crazy, but yeah. I went Riley Lilligren is my top pair. I was going to do that. And okay, so I went just, with Riley. Because I'm not sold on the Riley Brody thing. No. Okay. So I, let me just say here. So I did not, I put my 3D pairs together not taking into account left side, right side. No, I just, me neither, put, me neither. I just put together who I thought, like what I would do, like regardless of, their, of what hand they shoot. Anyway, I was going to yeah. go Riley and Lilligren, I, but instead I went with Riley and McCabe for the only reason was because like, it's pretty, let's be serious, a lot of pussies on that back end. Like, yeah, it's a lot like Luke, Luke Shen, a little Mc, bit like Luke Shen when he played with Riley. He's the closest thing they have. McCabe's the yeah. closest thing they have. So I'm I'm playing Riley with the toughest guy to see if that elevates his game. That's what I would do. My second pair, Chad, is Giordano and TJ Brody because their Calgary days, they both played their best hockey when they played together with the Calgary Flames. Giordano, 40 years old. Brody doesn't look anywhere like he used to. Maybe you put them back together. They create some old magic. That's where I would go with my second pair. Yeah. I had, uh, I like that. I had McCabe with Brody back there on as the second pair. Okay. So not too much thought put into it only because I had Gio and Klingberg on my third pair. And this was my reasoning for that. Gio is great, sound defensively, smart on the ice, yeah, but he's true. getting older, losing a bit of speed. Klingberg can skate and move the puck. So you kind of put yeah. them together. You get one amazing defenseman. Yeah, that makes sense. I had Klingberg and Lilligren as, as the bottom pair yeah. just because they were the only two guys left. Like, So I, we both left out the cock. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like. Yeah, the cock's out on this one, but uh, for now, he might. The cock might sneak in later down a yeah. couple games. Maybe. I wonder if he. I wonder if he skates erect. You, the cock. I'd have to get another good look at him, but like we got to, you know, Montreal just, on Wednesday. To, Montreal on Wednesday to start Minnesota on Friday, and then they're in, or I think Chicago. I don't know if it's away at Chicago or home to Chicago. That Blackhawk game, you might see a that cock what? flying. The Blackhawks shout, shout out, out game on Monday. You might see a week from tonight. Holy smokes! You might see a cock flying around. That's early. For, that's early. You don't really. You don't normally get the Blackhawks that early. No, I I'll take wait. it though. I can't wait. It's going to be great. But but just so just before we move on here, like yep. Giordano, his age and just I just don't see him as he as he was. And Brody no. again. So I just but was he's like, still Gio's still probably the smartest guy in that back end. Like other than sure, like other than other than killing penalties the odd time, they haven't really tried to go to Giordano and Brody. I don't understand it. Gio won the fucking Norris when he was playing with, play with Brody. Brody in Calgary. Like it's just why wouldn't you give that a fucking look? Like why wouldn't you give that a look to see if they can create like some old chemistry? Someone it, it uh, makes sense. We had been talking about Brody not looking good in the preseason. I don't know if you saw this. Someone commented on our YouTube. I wish I had yeah. their handle so I can give yeah, them a shout I know out that, that Brody's dad had passed away. Did you see that? Yeah, Is I that did. true? I'm not sure. That could like that. Uh, that to me can make a lot of sense because that can take a long time mentally to kind of. No, and for sure. And look, man, I'm not. I don't have anything against TJ Brody, and we like we no, weren't no. All, like just we were just play. saying that there it may be a reason why he hasn't looked that great to start. Fair, but to be honest, like yeah, that's terrible. Like a loss of a parent or whatever i'm not whatever okay that's fine if that did happen in the summer like that's fine but guess what his play last season and then the playoffs was brutal yeah so this and is maybe, just a, 
maybe playing with Geo could maybe playing with Geo could revive Brody. Maybe like as Something much as that, it could, as much as it can make Geo play better, it might bring something out in Brody. I don't know. The old days go back to the old ways. Yeah. Um, anyway, other than that, man, I don't think uh, I have anything left to go to. Know. Oh, hell, we can't leave out. What are we? Our thoughts on uh, what's what are the expectations here? Like, well, uh, for goaltending, I had I had Martin Jones over oh, Wall. Oh, seriously. Yeah, I had Samson off and, and Martin Jones. I just feel like Wall could go down and play in the minors. But it's just, it's not possible. You can, they can't make I know. Move. But I would, like, if in a perfect world, I would have him go start every game instead of sitting on the bench being oh, like Samson off. If, if he didn't need waivers, I would do the exact same thing. Yeah, and but I'd have Martin just... Jones sitting on the bench waiting to play. So now that, jo- now that Jones has cleared does that mean he's good to go like up and down they don't have to send like if he, if they call him up they don't have to put yeah he can do that yeah he can come now he they can call him back up okay so that's that's good news that's mm-hmm. good news but yeah let's um what's next well just like where do you see this season going here like i mean the expectations are high yep um like i don't know do you want to say cup or bust here or what what is a successful season for you from the Leafs this year and are should we lower our expectations? Because yeah, I, we know, I don't think we it's know what's happened. Or I don't think it's happened. a. I don't think it's a cup or bust. Like it's getting close though, isn't it? It's getting close, but if this team made, if this team made the third round, if they made the Eastern Conference Finals and took it to seven games and and lost in overtime or something, like they were right on the cusp, I, I would feel like it was it was a success. I mean, let's face it, last season had they showed up in the Florida series and battled it to the end and just got beat. We would have been like that was a pretty good season, but because of the way they got smoked in the second round, it didn't even feel like they won the first round. I know. So I, I don't I, think it's cup or bust, but it's it's definitely not first second round. Like for me, it's you better get to the final four. I think, or so else too. we've got to make some big. Like if you win a round and get blown out in the second again, no, no, we're done. Or even they like or lose in the first round. I, oh, if they go back to that again. Like no, they're like for me, it's like third. Eastern Conference Final against potentially the New Jersey Devils or the Carolina Hurricanes or whatever. Maybe the Pittsburgh Penguins. Wouldn't that be fucking something to see? Um, but uh, whoever it is, I don't know. There's always a sleeper team. Whatever. Third round and like a solid first round win, a solid second round win. Fighting, like showing that you care, yes. you want to be there, like an elevated play in the playoffs. And go into the third round, fight whether you win or whether That's you right. lose, but like go down swinging. I think that would be a successful, you know, a good run, win or lose in the Absolutely. East, as long as they're in the fight, not just like bounce out like <laughs> no show against the Florida Panthers. Yeah, no. yeah, that's what it is. I mean, win a ra- win two rounds, and then fight like wherever you lose, even if they lose in the second round, like fight. Fight until the bitter end. You know, I want to see guys at the end of the playoffs that they are so banged up that we hear that, you know, so-and-so's playing with this broken whatever and -and so-and-so's doing this and now this guy needs surgery. Like, I want you to be banged, beaten, bruised, bloody by the end of it. Give me that. Give That's what you need. Look at Vegas was like last year when they were done. They were dead, man. They were dead. Emptied the tank. And we'll yep. call it a playoff success. Don't totally agree. And some changes need to be made. Totally agree, man. So we'll see. But like, I don't know. A lot of people do have high expectations. Again, like they're in yeah. a lot of people's conversations for like one of the teams sniffing around to win the every cup. year. Like, eh? I think so, I think uh, some of the 
betting sites have them as cup favorites. Well, I'm telling you right now, that defense on paper and on the ice is not winning you a Stanley Cup, not no. in a freaking hundred years. So, and are you are you sold on the goaltending? Like, are you sold on no. Samsonov, Jones, and Wall? No, I'm not. But I think one of them could potentially get, get it done. I think I think it's like I don't love it, but the goaltending. But I think one of them could potentially. We can get into this as we get going here. Yeah. It's just with that defense, it's going to need to be really strong goaltending. Yeah. Like I can't. And okay. I'm saying potentially third round here, like tree living is going to have to like potentially geo not playing in the playoffs. If Brody doesn't elevate his play, I don't know if I'd have him in the lineup. Like there's got to be some moving and shaking on that back end. Do you not think? Yeah. Eventually during the season, like at the trade deadline, like there's got to be some moving and shaking. Got to be some moving and shaking, big time. All right, brother, that's all. All in the hips. It's all in the hips. We started with the hips tonight with Matt Murray, and we're ending with the hips. We're ending with the hips. So listen, everybody, Wednesday night it all gets going. We will be here recording a podcast as soon as the game's over. We'll have it up like literally within a few hours after the game ends on Wednesday night. So make sure to check YouTube, check your podcast platforms, download it, watch it, like, subscribe, comment, do all that stuff. Um, follow us on social media at the tip and Maple Leafs podcast, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram at the tip and podcast, Twitter, email us tip and podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm Chad. I'm Dale. And we will hopefully nice and Minton keep it fully erect on Wednesday night. Just like Davey Poulin said, thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for listening. Go Leafs, go, and we'll catch you later.